Today, we will be talking about our year in review, what we accomplished in 2022, and our goals for 2023. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Embracing Autism, a podcast for parents of autistic children seeking advice and support while spreading awareness and acceptance of autism spectrum disorder. I'm Leah. And I'm Matt. And each week we will discuss our journey with autism and talk about how to embrace your child's individuality while providing guidance, tips, resources, and sharing our personal stories. This is Embracing Embracing Autism. Autism. Hey everyone, welcome to Embracing Autism. The first thing you might be noticing is that I am alone here today. Matt is not with us. Um, We unfortunately are kind of ending the year with COVID. He has been impacted by COVID. I'm pretty sure at this point, I'm probably already infected. So it's just a matter of time before I start showing symptoms. The kiddos have been sick. So honestly, we're ending the year not too great, but there's a lot of awesome things that happened this year. I do want to dedicate an episode to kind of celebrate those wins and share the things that we've learned, the things that we've accomplished at Autism Wish, the things that we accomplished as a family, because 2022 was a big year for us. We had a whole lot of news this year, news as in things that were new for our family. And so I'm just going to kind of review them and kind of reflect with y'all about all the things that happened and also what's to come in the new year, 2024. Wait, sorry, I skipped a year, 2023. I like even numbers. It's like a thing. The first thing that I want to talk about just to hit this off is that at Autism Wish, we actually hit a whole bunch of milestones this year that we are super excited about. The biggest one would be our Christmas Wish initiative. So we set a goal this year to gift 100 autistic kiddos with sensory and therapeutic items for the holidays. This is a program that we run completely volunteer. We honestly do all this at a deficit. And so this year, I think probably due to the current economic conditions, we had an overwhelming amount of applicants. Normally, we have about a 100 or so people applied to the program. And so we have been able in the past to gift 100% of those people. We've been able to find enough sponsors for them. But this year was a little bit tricky. We ended up having hundreds of applications. I think we had well over 300 applications that were submitted, but a majority of them weren't actually submitted correctly. There was missing information. So we weren't able to get everybody approved this year. However, we still were able to get 260 kids through that application process who did apply and get all the information in on time. And the awesome thing is, thanks to a huge sponsor of ours, we were able to gift all 260 kiddos. We had multiple sponsors from different places. And Eli is this program that is essentially a school for autistic kiddos that's located in Florida. And it's run by an autistic adult. Uh, She's also the owner for Behavioral Foundation Centers, which has previously sponsored or we've mentioned before. But we will be dedicating a little bit of time to kind of talk about what they do and the amazing programs they have in Florida. We'll be doing that in an episode in the new year just to give you guys a heads up. Because if you are in the area, it is a great program. And again, it's run by an autistic adult who is very empathetic towards autistic children. So it's great. We were able to reach that milestone. All 100% of those children were gifted. The other thing that was really impactful there is we had this one kiddo who applied to the program. His mother applied for him and his name is Chance. And he is a young kiddo. I believe he's 10 years old and he 
is basically struggling with not just autism, but a terminal illness as well as a bunch of other issues. And his mom reached out to us or his guardian reached out to us and gave us his story. And his dream was essentially to be able to be a gamer before he passes away. And that kind of really tugged at my heartstrings because it was a really powerful, profound story. So we were able to successfully find a sponsor for Chance who was willing to go above and beyond. And our sponsor actually gifted everything on his wish list, including a gaming computer and just a bunch of like technical equipment. So Chance now was able to celebrate Christmas. He's been moved to hospice care. So that was something that was time sensitive. And so we are so excited and thrilled to be able to say that we were able to find a match for him and he was able to get his Christmas wishes granted on time. So that's something that I just definitely want to put out there. Autism Wish and Christmas Wish is more than just a program where you give toys to kiddos. These toys are making a huge impact. These gifts make a huge impact. And so we are so grateful to our sponsors. We have them on our social media, giving them shout outs. They're posted on our website, autismwish.org. If you guys out there have a chance, just take a look because they really make a big impact and help us do what we do. Now, the other thing I want to mention, as opposed to the 260 kids that we were able to gift for Christmas Wish, we also were able to send out 72 Valentine's cards to autistic kiddos around the world this year. That was an increase of about 20 or so, about 20 or 22 from last year. So we were able to spread some love for Valentine's. That's always something I love to do. We send out cards and we'll put like a little message in them. Sometimes we'll stick in like a little sticker or something like that for the kiddos. So that was something that to me is special because the kiddos, I feel like they tend to be kind of neglected when it comes to Valentine's Day, when it comes to school peers. I remember growing up in school and having a hard time connecting with my peers and not really getting that sort of like attention in the sense that nobody really cared when it came to Valentine's or anything to like give me a Valentine's card. And I remember growing up as a neurodivergent person who didn't even know they were neurodivergent, that can really impact your self-esteem. So it's important for us as part of our mission to make sure that we are helping those kiddos feel cared for and know that they are loved. So Valentine's cards has been a big effort and we are so excited that we are able to increase how many cards we gave out this year. Our other goal that we accomplished this year was our earmuff drive. You guys might know that we annually raise funds to donate noise reduction earmuffs for the 4th of July. We really think it's an important part of connecting autistic kiddos to the community and allowing them to go out there and participate in things like the 4th of July fireworks, which typically is hard for an autistic kiddo because the sounds are so crazy. I know even for me, it's a bit much. So this year, we were able to donate 45 pairs of earmuffs to kids around the country. So that has been amazing as well. That means in 2022, overall, we directly gifted and donated to 377 autistic kids. So that is the impact that we were able to make this year. And I am ecstatic about that. I hope that we can continue to grow and reach more kids. But it's not just the kids we're having an impact. As you guys know, you're listening to this. You're more than likely a parent or a caregiver. And so we're all about supporting the parents and the families as well. We have been looking at those goals too. And we've been trying to see how we can best reach you, how we can best help you. And of course, the two biggest ways that we have done that is through our podcast and also through our virtual parent support group. 
We're so happy to say that this year we accomplished a huge goal of reaching over 43,000 listeners. That is insane to me that we were able to manage to get to over 43,000 listeners of the Embracing Autism podcast. Our podcast has not been around that long. So that's actually a really insane amount that we've been able to reach in such a short amount of time. So I want to thank all of you who are out there listening to this for tuning in for as long as you have, because it's been a while now. (laughs) And if you're still around, I mean, you're supporting our mission, you're supporting our cause, and every listen helps us continue to gift these kiddos. So thank you again for all that you guys have done. You don't know how much you listening to our episodes actually really helps us in the long run. We also had 653 parents so far join our parent support group. That parent support group meets monthly, usually on the first Saturday of the month. And that support group is something that we have been trying to kind of create a safe space for parents who don't have to feel judged if they have particular questions or are looking for support without having to worry about navigating the world of autism. Because we know that out there, there's a lot of landmines. There's a lot of political correctness that you have to deal with that can get you kind of into some tricky, murky territory. And so we wanted to create a safe space where parents didn't have to worry about that. You could just be yourself and ask your questions genuinely, and we will give you genuine answers. No judgment, no shame. We're just there to support each other as parents. And I'm there to provide an autistic insight if needed. So that has been awesome. Now, Autism Wish did have a lot of goals that we were able to accomplish, but we also, as parents to our kiddos, we also had a lot of things we accomplished personally as a family. One of the biggest things that we accomplished this year as a family was finally moving into our own home. That has been probably the most amazing thing for us this year. Matt and I have been saving for, I mean, it feels like at least a decade that we've been saving to be able to put a down payment on a home and to be able to give our kids some consistency and routine so they wouldn't have to constantly move. I'm sure you guys understand how difficult that is with autistic kiddos. Changing where home is can often be kind of tortuous. It's a little bit traumatic, honestly, to move from place to place when it comes to autistic kiddos. So it was quite a blessing that we were finally able to move to a new state, a new home that we can now situate our kids in. They were able to get situated in new therapies. We got them situated in a new school and we were also able to get Medicaid for them for their therapies, which is saving us a ton of money. We had to initially pay out of pocket. We were probably paying a little over $1,000 a month just in copays. That's not even including the monthly expenses for the insurance to begin with. So medically, I think total, we are paying just over $2,000 a month just for medical expenses, which that number is huge. You could probably see why that was so difficult for us to manage. But we were blessed that we were finally able to get through that Medicaid process and we were approved. So now that is something that we are very thrilled about and something we're looking forward to in the new year is basically reducing those bills. And along with finding a new school, we also found a church. We talked about this a bit, but that was actually a really difficult process for us. We had to go through multiple, multiple churches before we were finally able to find one that we felt could accommodate our kiddos. I mean, there's still a long ways to go. Churches aren't still equipped to really handle special needs kids, at least not the smaller ones. But our church at least has that correct attitude towards the special needs community, which is a really good foundation to build off of. So we're totally excited about that. And we're excited to see what happens in the new year, see if we're able to help them expand those programs. 
the other big thing that happened in 2022 was my diagnosis. I totally didn't see that coming. I kind of feel like it was kind of out of nowhere. I basically was told by my therapist at the time that I might want to look into autism because she realized that I was portraying a lot of autistic characteristics or tendencies, like constantly swaying or moving when we were talking, a lot of literal and black and white thinking, which now in retrospect, I don't know how I missed that. And a lot of like these sensory things. So I did ultimately get an evaluation and was ultimately diagnosed with autism. So that was definitely a big deal in 2022. I feel like that was probably one of the biggest things that happened this year. And it has honestly personally changed my perspective on a lot of things. I think that, you know, nothing changes it as much as when your kids are first diagnosed. But I don't know, something about getting the diagnosis for myself actually did make me suddenly realize how my kids were feeling, which is funny because it's not like the label changes who I am or what I think or what I felt before. But now that I can understand what is linked to autism and what it's not, I get a better idea of why my kids might be behaving a certain way during certain situations. And that insight was something I didn't really have before. I didn't connect those dots. So having that diagnosis was actually really helpful. Those are like the biggest highlights of 2022. There's a lot of other things that happened, but those were kind of like the biggest things. But we do have some awesome goals for 2023. First of all, for the podcast, we are obviously, our goal is to expand into this live mode. This episode's a little bit of a wash because Matt's sick, so we aren't able to really do what we wanted to do. This is supposed to be kind of like the hard launch of our video portion, but now it's going to be kind of like a soft launch. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, that's the thing about live is that you can't really plan ahead because you never know what's going to happen the day you record. So I just ask that everyone has patience as we kind of like work this out. We're going to try our best to just continue to deliver good content. And we're going to try our best to make this as beneficial as the audio podcast was. With that said, other than making a video podcast, uh, some family goals that we have for 2023. The first one I would say that's important to me is getting the girls swimming lessons. We all know that drowning is like one of the primary reasons that autistic kiddos end up dying prematurely. Essentially, drowning is a huge risk in the autistic community. And my kids don't know how to swim. And there are lots of bodies of water nearby. So that is something that we are definitely going to be looking into. So this is something that we definitely want to consider. The other thing that we are going to be looking at essentially is internally looking at how we can best accommodate our kids with school because our eldest is having a little bit of difficulty in school. And so a goal for us, kind of like a New Year's resolution for us, would be to find a way to get her more comfortable in school, get the staff to kind of understand her plight a little bit more. Uh, We all know those IEP meetings are not fun, but I'm going to try to make it as fun as possible. I'll report back and let you guys know how it went, but we will see how that goes. So that's basically the two main goals that we have as a family. Really, it's focusing on the podcast, getting the girls to learn how to swim, and then creating a better school environment for them. That's kind of like our hopes for the future. But before I go, I want to go ahead and play real quick a word from our sponsors. Our sponsors help us provide everything we need for the podcast. So here we go. The first one is Sensory Theraplay Box. This is something that we actually got, and my kids got this for Christmas and absolutely loved it. Honestly, 
I was kind of jealous. It's a sensory subscription box. Just check out the link in the description. And if you purchase through that link, a portion of those proceeds will go directly back to us. And that will help us support our live stream, support our content, support our programs. So that's just a quick way to get you or your child something really cool while still supporting us. And like I said, I'm actually a huge fan of the TheraPlay box. And I kind of wish that my kid's box was my own. But you know, they're the kids. I'm the adult. I have to be the mature one and let them have it. (laughs) So that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in and stick around next week. We will have another episode same time. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great one. This has been the audio from the Embracing Autism podcast live stream series. Please check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at Autism Wish to catch these shows live. Otherwise, stick around next week for our next episode. This is Embracing Autism.